The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. The one that is still really dominating the headlines uh, in in this province and, you know, uh, in other parts of the country as well, because it's not just Alberta where this happened, and it's not just at the provincial level, it's at the federal level as well, but you've been watching it unfold, you've been hearing about it, you have been voicing your anger, and you've been voicing your, meh, I don't care about it, over the past couple of days. We know that Premier Kenny announced yesterday that six Alberta MLAs and a high-level UCP staff member who took part in non-essential travel during the pandemic have been reprimanded. They traveled over the holidays. Uh, they've either resigned from or lost their ministerial or cabinet committee roles. The premier's chief of staff was asked to step down as well. Elise Mills is senior associate in crisis management communications with Sussex Strategy Group. Elise, welcome back to the show. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Jalen. Thanks for having me on today. All right. Um, this, uh, for you, <laughs> I'm guessing, <laughs> has been fascinating to watch. If this was a lesson in, in what to do or what not to do, at least, I mean, break this down for us. Well, as somebody, as you just mentioned, I work, I specialize in crisis communication. So yeah. there was that hand, the palm went to the forehead and I, you know, I reached for a cold compress because you can <laughs> see it coming down the road like 100 kilometers an hour. And you're right. You're right to point out it's not just Albertans that are shaking their heads and wondering. It's it's so many levels of government. I mean, I'm calling, I'm speaking to you from a stormy Vancouver today, but and we haven't had any provincial uh, MLA so far but i i i know better than to think that every single elected official in bc stayed put i mean this is sort of the home like alberta is to the to the snowbirds the hawaii vacationers right um Uh but i think uh, and i'm surprised to hear people say i don't care about this because i'm Uh i'd like people to think about this it's not just the action it's the methodology and the effort into concealing and uh, and and working around, especially the Premier's former Chief of Staff, I think that particular story gets right up my nose. And it gets up the public's nose too because he, he intentionally understood the dangers of going to the United Kingdom. Uh, he wagged his finger and had and wrote talking points where his premier, his boss, wagged their finger about travel to places like the United Kingdom. And then he went and intentionally went through the loopholes, planned it out meticulously so he would be flying through the U.S. And he was basically covering his tracks. And I know as a Western Canadian, I know Albertans don't think British Columbians are, but I'll say we are. Uh, but we, we do think like you. We have a recall act here for good reasons uh-huh. like this. And I what I've said to people that I've spoken to is let Albertans deal with this. It does not matter if you vote a conservative. It does not matter who you, what membership card you have. This is not about politics. This transcends it. This is about honesty and integrity. And I've been a political staffer. I've worked for premiers like Brad Wall. There is a high level of integrity. You are supposed to lead from the front. You don't lead from behind. And uh, especially after Premier Kenny has crusaded across this country talking about how Alberta is a glowing example of what it is to be a Canadian, I think he's lost a a large spot on the moral high ground.
You know what, uh, Elise, uh, one of the things that I'm getting bashed uh, about on, uh, on on the text line from people who call me a conservative hater, I, I hate the UCP, I'm not pointing out that, you know, all this other stuff, and I'm like, no, I'm talking about what is happening right here in this yeah. party, and I've, you know, of course, you mentioned every, everything else, but I, I've been hearing a lot about the, but what about, yeah, but what about this sort of stuff, and again, I think it goes back again to one of the things that you said, it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what party you're from, that or, or or where your politics lie that you can relate to this it is personal and when we saw yeah. in this province people uh, longtime conservatives like you look Mel Knight former energy minister you look at Dave Rutherford who I had on the show yesterday you oh, look yeah. at I know, you know Dave. some of the yeah you know Dave <laughs> he was on the show yesterday I mean he 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 went off uh, about yeah. this when you see those types of folks come out and say what the hell? What does that say to you about um, maybe what's going on inside the party right now? Well, to my fellow conservatives that are listening that are giving you heck right now, Jalen, I'm going to put them in their place. I have devoted over 20 years to this party nationally. I've worked in Alberta. I worked for uh, on and off Ralph Klein. I worked for Jim Prentice. Uh, I helped do the transition with Wild Rose. I've worked for Premier Wall. I've worked for Gordon Campbell. I have worked and been a pundit, as you know, Jalen, for over mm-hmm. 10 years, uh, working the elections hard for people like former Prime Minister Harper. I think I have a pretty good pedigree, and I have to do it all from sitting on the left coast. So I don't think there's a tougher <laughs> conservative. Um, and I'm used to this. I think there's a there's a movement within the conservative world that likes to is really into sort of this deniability and pro being proactive and i understand the comparisons like we have former we have four uh liberals uh that with under the trudeau um government that committed the same crimes um but it was handled it's not what happened it's how it was handled and it also matters how these trips are planned i would look at rod phillips the former finance minister and Premier Ford's um, office, and I find that very similar to the actions and behaviors of two or three of your former staffers and and MLAs that were had resigned. Where it's the idea of manipulation, the fake mm-hmm. videos um, covering the footsteps of how you you know your footprints. Um, I think it's all pretty dirty, and I think one of the greatest challenges I have when I'm when I throw on my political hat and I hit the campaign trails is, as you know, this Jalen is such a reduced level of trust with our leaders and we are we have been living in a world where we do have prime ministers like mr Har- mr trudeau who i think are very much flip side of the same coin of of, of, of president trump which it's, it's a lot of blah 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 not walking your talk fa- finger wagging and doing the exact opposite and there's such a superficiality to it i'm hoping that between covid not just what we're talking about today with covid but with the uh, with the issue of the economic and social realities that are going to come and hit us like a like a like a truck oh, very it's soon. Be huge. I'm hoping that people, Canadians, including Albertans, will understand why it's really important not to elect the people that you like, elect the people that have demonstrated why you should respect them and trust them. But when you have scenarios like this, and this is Premier Kenny's biggest problem, and I don't want to pick a fight with one of my own, 
But the biggest problem here is, and he's sort of been on this long winding path in the, with this type of behavior, uh, you know, and, and it's too bad because he, he had all the opportunity in the world to really lead from the front. And I think that's what really bugs Albertans and Canadians is when you see leaders do that. I think one of the things that um, that I've been reading about and I've been hearing about, we, we, we hear about uh, the, uh, the elitism and how this just reeks of it. And we know that Premier Kenny has 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 bashed elitism and certainly, you know, yeah. uh, what does he go, you know, the latte-loving elitist in Montreal, Toronto, and Ottawa read another comment today saying that self-righteousness is the kryptonite of the left, elitism <laughs> is the kryptonite of the right. Um, and, and here here we are, and this reeks of it. So, you know, he didn't get out in front of it. We still haven't uh, talked to him face-to-face since January 1st in that news conference, which was a mess. It was all over the place. Do you believe he should, uh, your role in, in crisis management, get out there and 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 and, and talk? And do you think yeah, that will yeah. happen? Well, I think so. Sometimes the horse has left the barn, right? So yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. You, you can't unspill the milk, as my mom used to say. So <laughs> the problem he has now is trying to hit rewind and reset yeah. the table the way he should have. I always suggest to clients, and I've worked for some of the biggest political scandals in the country. Mm-hmm. I I always say, okay, you've got to get out there. You've got to address it. And I will say uh, that I've worked with people that have been uh, embroiled in some of I would say some of the scarier political narratives, um, career-ending type stuff, and they have come forward. It hasn't been hard to push them out the door to do it. Um, And I think you really have to understand that you have to get ahead of it. You are the author to this story. And if you don't get out in the first... uh I'd say hour, two hours of it, uh, then everyone else is going to get their opportunity to write a chapter. And then you're in full response mode. You're not actually proactive mm-hmm. at that point. And I do think, you know, I I don't know Mr. Kenny uh, personally, but I have seen him for many years, and he's a very good leader. He's a very good politician. Mm-hmm. And that makes this even worse because this is 101. You don't let the press gallery tell tell your story you just don't and i think what was really improbable for all of us and i think there were a lot of conservatives that were so disappointed when he came out and said that he had no idea where his right hand staff was and where his key ministers were that is improbable that is absolutely improbable i cannot imagine uh my former boss someone like brad wall not knowing where his team was um and 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 even with mr campbell i mean there are so many things you have to do as a minister uh, you have a there's so much uh, there's there's the duty of the job there's the there's the protocols in place through the legislature this is not just a political job you are you are working for the taxpayer you have to be accountable to your whereabouts and there in, in this day and age especially with the amount of crises that, that are going on whether it's economic social the pandemic terrorism there's a there this world in the last 25 years has changed dramatically for the local or provincial politician it used to just really be federal politicians that would have to jump through those hoops. Now that protocol is in place in in the LOA in, in Alberta and elsewhere. Uh, Elise, why is it that that some scandals stick 
and to, to some politicians and some don't. I mean, you know, I, I, I'll go back and, and we'll use the Prime Minister, for example, and the series of, of scandals over the past five years and we just kind of keep moving on, moving on, and then we've seen yeah. others just be the end of, of, uh, of a politician. Is it because of the way it was handled off the top? Is it is it is it where it's happening? What do you think? It really begins with your relationship with the media um, and with Justin Trudeau. I think what I find very annoying about as a conservative, or more importantly as a Canadian, is the the severity of the scandals the prime minister has gone through and the repetitiveness of them, repeating the same mistake over and over again, and that level of hubris, like don't do as I do, do do as I say. But I will say that when you have a very friendly press gallery, as I had with with Gordon Campbell in in Victoria, for example, um, and you're chummy, it's a dangerous line. And I know a lot of people in the media don't want to hear this, but you know this. You know, there's journalism, and then there's some of the other stuff that's going on. And that really works in the favor of, of uh, what I would call media-friendly, uh, you know, I would say, I would say liberal-style politicians that are going to say the right thing, have, a, have the right Instagram account. I think uh, Jason Kenney has probably uh, got a tougher relationship with the media. He also is very savvy traditionally with the media. He's yeah. known all of you for, for decades at this point. And I think it really begins how the media, whether the media, wants to buy into what the into the relationship with the politician and whether they actually genuinely like him um, and I think I see this in Ottawa a lot I can't believe what Prime Minister Trudeau gets away with I imagine if that had been Mr. Harper his career he wouldn't have made it to a second term he would have not made it to a second term so the, I think conservatives and I hate to say this but there's bias in all parts of our lives we're all human beings I say to conservatives we don't get elected because we're chummy with the media we don't get elected because there's rainbows and unicorns prancing around we get elected because the Canadians have woken up after a certain period of time with liberals or NDP as it happened in Alberta and they're tired of they need they want an adult in the room and your job isn't necessarily to be everybody's best friend honest to god truth and i think that's what's really disturbing for me with and the reason why kenny resonates with me is because i am a conservative i have lots of friends over there and this was just i mean it's such a forced error and it also spoke to how angry i was and frustrated i was with the covid restrictions and you're right there's an elitism there and conservatives do hide it very well especially western conservatives but to find out they were flouncing to hawaii while my poor mother has been stuck in spain for 18 months in and out of a hospital Right. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, it, yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but unfortunately, that you know, some the conservatives out here in years past have not hidden that, that elitism very well. I mean, we talk Sky Palace, we talk about, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, we can go back, we can go back to there, but you know, it, yeah. it it's here and this one, uh, you know, different. Okay, before we run out of time, Elise, and I sure do uh, appreciate talking to you whenever we have a chance. Um, we're still a couple of years away from a from a provincial election, but you know as well as I do that work is always moving forward to that next to that next point do you think that this will have um long-term lingering impacts on on the party on the premier and um into the next election 
I think if he does, I, I, I do think so, because I was trying to explain this to um, Toronto and Montreal media yesterday as they were involving themselves in Alberta's <laughs> uh, <laughs> politics. And I said, what I love about Albertans is no matter what card they carry, if they carry any at all, any at all they do not like to be manipulated and ripped off. And both things have happened here. Albertans take care of Albertans, right? And I think that yeah. I would hate to be a politician in Alberta, actually. Um, it, it, I, I would say Albertans hold their leaders far more accountable far more often than anywhere else I've worked um, and so I think Mr. Kenny is obviously understanding of that I it's my understanding he hasn't spoken to the media what he's done is made has put out his posts I think he has to get well ahead of it and he has to understand that whether or not he thinks it's a zero-sum game for him the public deserves to hear from the premier and there's and much like Doug Ford Doug Ford came right out and within over the by Monday morning, Rod Phillips had landed, and he yep. was already demoted. And then Mr. Ford Jeez. went and did a bunch of interviews. So it's important. I think it's very important for the next election. Otherwise, Mr. Kenny's going to have a lot of liabilities that he's carrying around. I mean, Premier Kenny, though, you know, through his political career, not known for uh, necessarily saying I've made a mistake or saying I'm sorry for something that I did wrong. That's that's not been his M.O. No, no. And I think that in this day and age when I mean, this is this is a serious mistake. This is a serious. It's not a mistake. Let's face it. It's not a mistake. It's not an error of judgment. It was intentional. I think we all understand that's the elephant in the room. And I think at that point, it's far more important not just to say I'm sorry, but I missed, I, I should not have given that order, especially since every piece of communication that my government has put out has advised you not to travel, has advised the restrictions, has, has demanded of you more than, than we've ever demanded of our people before. And I think it's very important to be able to go out there and say, look, I made it, I, I, it was an error in judgment. I did not believe this beforehand, but now I understand why I need to believe it now. And let the chips fall where they may and get back on your feet immediately. You can't stand in the middle of the road. You're gonna get hit. And that's the whole thing, or as I always say to colleagues, don't keep your head down in center ice, crossing center ice. That's what he's done, <laughs> right? And, I, and I, I'm very surprised to see this, and I do think it's a level of hubris that's particularly unattractive, especially when he has to answer to conservatives like myself and my friends in Ottawa who are struggling with some very serious family issues and crises around COVID. Yep. Um, and I think also um, it, it also speaks to the many, of Al many Albertans that prior to COVID were already struggling socioeconomically, right? And so COVID has just made this such a crisis. And instead of him as talking about how we're going to you know, lift ourselves up and have that great leadership moment, there's a crisis of confidence now. And that's the last thing Albertans really needed. Elise Mills joining us this afternoon. Always great to chat with you. Thanks Thank for you. this, Elise. Uh, we'll talk. We'll do it again soon. Thank you so yeah, much. Happy New Year. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, you too. Uh, senior Associate, uh, she's a crisis manager, crisis management and communications with Sussex Strategy Group, worked with many, many conservatives and conservative parties over the years.